0: And we're here today on site at South Dakota State University. We're going to talk with Jeff Ohm. He's the Senior Associate Athletic Director. Jeff, how are you doing today? Fantastic. How about you? I'm doing pretty good. Matt Anderson's here with us, Hello. of course. How are you doing, Jeff?
1: <laughs> doing great. How about you, man? Doing good, man. <laughs> good.
0: Um, first, to start off, for listeners and those that are watching, can you give us a bit of background on your position and how you came to be here at SDSU? Oh, sure. Um,
1: I'll skip uh, much of it. Uh, I was a college baseball coach uh, for quite a long time. Um, was at a, at a place in Illinois for a while, and then I landed at Augustana in Sioux Falls. And Augustana University now was Augustana College when I went to it. Okay. Um, then um, my kids got to the age where I started missing their stuff in the summers um, when I was recruiting, and uh, Bill Gross, who was the athletic director at Augustana at the time, gave me the opportunity to become uh, an administrator with him as an associate athletic director and uh, forever grateful for that. So uh, I tell people all the time I downgraded from coaching to administration (laughs) in athletics. It was a great opportunity. When that happened, uh, Bill Gross, who is a fantastic fundraiser, um, was able to concentrate on fundraising. And that's kind of when the building boom happened at Augustana with the, the football stadium, the baseball stadium, the soccer field, the tennis courts, the indoor golf. And I was fortunate to be along on that ride and get to be a point person for athletics in the construction of those buildings. So I, I, I kind of cut my teeth there. And then when Justin Sell was hired at, at SDSU, they actually came and looked at Kirkaby Over Stadium at Augustana. Um, to, to see some things that they might want to incorporate into the new stadium which has now become Dana J. Dykehouse Stadium mm-hmm. uh, got to know Justin a little bit and then there was a, an opening at SDSU and um, I've I've Thought, you know, this would be a nice opportunity and was fortunate <laughs> to get get the job here. And when I landed here, that's when we were going on the S-Jack on Dana J. Dykhouse Stadium. <laughs> and practice courts come along. Now we've got First Bank and Trust Arena renovation. It's just been fantastic. I'm very, very blessed.
2: Yeah, I'm kind of thinking maybe that that jump then from coaching to that, and even you've been part of athletics pretty much your your career, right? Because we know we were talking earlier, you played with our own Will Ellerbrook. You played baseball here too, yes. right? So you're a player, coach, administration. It's just athletics been kind of a part of your life.
1: It has been, and it it is a lifestyle. It, it's just you. It's something that gets inside of you, and you just you love to do it. It's yep. long hours. It's a lot of uh, things that people with a normal job would never think oh yeah they have this but it's it is a lifestyle and it's been just wonderful i'm i'm very blessed
2: yeah and then we're thinking about your title then today can you maybe go into that a little bit like what are your roles and responsibilities with south dakota state university
1: um so my title is way too long it's senior associate <laughs> uh, athletic director for facilities and operations try go. to put that on a business card <laughs> sure it just doesn't work i usually at least do
2: ad but then after yeah, that yeah. that's
1: that's it but we have a awesome wonderful staff here in many of the athletic departments, subdivisions. Um, Mine, we have fantastic people. So I have a group of people that we all work together um, in figuring out how we're gonna run a football game day, how we're gonna run a basketball game day, a volleyball game day, a soccer game day. Uh, but then how are we scheduling practices? How are we making sure teams have this when we have a construction project, when a locker room isn't able to be used? How we how do we move a, a team over here and still accommodate what they need? Um, working with uh, our academic staff, our strength and conditioning staff, our um, Uh, sports medicine staff Mm -hmm. so there's a lot of uh, folks that all work together it is a real family here so even though my staff and I are in facilities and operations it's really we're a family we're it's SDSU athletics and we all figure it out together Um, and that nowhere has that been more pointed than When we went through COVID, just like you guys at Dactronics, you figure things out. You help each other out. Mm Then we need things here. Yep, we'll do that. How can we? And the only way you can do that is if everybody's on board and we're lucky to have that here.
2: The lines get a little blurred, but you're just trying to help everybody
1: out. Absolutely. What I say all the time is, um, are you a good teammate? Yes. If the answer is yes, you'll pick up a broom and sweep the floor at halftime. And we have a lot of people that will do that. We just do.
0: Nice. Awesome. And you even mentioned something a little bit there, the, the coordination of all the different events and all the different um practices going on it just it's kind of mind-boggling to think of all the different sports that you have that you're coordinating across campus and you somehow make that work even with a big construction project going on
1: absolutely and it's not only that but we are a part of something bigger it's not just athletics we ho- host graduation we host mm-hmm. senior visit days in in frost arena and we have governor's day over at the s jack we host multiple items at club 71 whether it be for other things on campus or weddings or uh Meet Dactronics will have meetings there from, yeah. from time to time. Right. So we, and our powwow, our auction, our FFA, our little international, there's just everybody um, comes together and to make it work.
0: Yeah, community events as well, like everything.
1: Right? 100%. <laughs> Brookings High School football games. You know, yeah, there's there you just, go. We host the NAIA National Indoor Track Meet um, okay. that our team doesn't even participate in, but it is huge for our community. So mm-hmm. we, we do our best.
2: Yeah, and we're kind of, we've we've touched on construction, mentioned what construction projects are going on. And today we're kind of talking, although we want to dive into a little bit more of a new one coming on. Yes. Um, for over, I mean, right over here where we're sitting by, can you dive into the new arena project that's going on here on campus?
1: Absolutely. Um, you know, aside from the folks who are willing to just roll up their sleeves and help, we also have those that are willing to write checks. And so... Those folks have really pushed this along, starting with First Bank and Trust, um, writing that check as a lead donor and really got the ball rolling. And so we're now into this. This is the first summer of a three-summer project. We will continue to use Frost Arena for our volleyball games, our wrestling matches, and our basketball games. Um, The way we are able to do that is to work with our construction manager at risk, Henry Carlson Construction, and our architect, which is EAPC, along with Perkins and Will, Um, on the timeline of it. And so they are well aware of when we need to have the facility back in order for fans to be in it, when we need to have the facility back in order for our training to begin in the gym floor. And we will work with them as things pop up, whether it be water shutdowns or electrical shutdowns, tie-ins, we will work with them. Our coaches are fantastic at understanding the process and that sometimes if you don't have a hot shower, that's the price of progress. (laughs) Uh, Tomorrow, you will have a hot shower. Today, they may have to go home and shower. (laughs) Uh, But we're fortunate to have people that understand that. Um, So uh, getting back to it, it's a three-summer process. This summer, most of the work will not be detectable by the public. It's going to be understructure. It's going to be putting in some things that are gonna hold up the permanent seating next summer the summer of 2023 um, which will begin as soon as our basketball season finishes so end of february early march the construction folks will take over um it is a big summer next summer because we've got to get uh, permanent seats in Mm -hmm. on the second level we've got to get the structure in that will hold the third level up because we're now going to have a third level with suites and some uh uh, decks, platforms okay. uh, for folks nice. for socializing, which is what we're seeing. People want to do. Yeah. We're still going to have roughly five thousand capacity, a little over five thousand capacity. Some of which will be st- uh, standing area with pub tables where people can can get together with with others, and mm-hmm. it's a social event. Um, but I'm I'm getting off course a little bit. <laughs> so that second summer is a is a big summer. And then that third summer, which would be the summer of 2024, is really where the the event level or the gym floor and the we call them telescopic bleachers, the bleachers that go in and out, oh, okay. that will take place that third summer. Every seat in the new facility will be a chair back seat, except for the student section. The student section will now become all on the west side. Right now, it's okay. some on the west, some on the east, on the lower level. It'll become all the west side on the lower and upper level. Our students will have a club room. Our students will have a, a platform deck on the, on the very top. They will have, um, we're working with some of our students on how to set up that area, so it's the most unique experience that there is in college basketball and it's going to be quite fun that students are gonna have uh, some sweat equity in it in developing the plans yeah. and then actually facilitating what what happens who gets in the club area on these games who gets on the on the, the lower seats mm-hmm. our band is gonna be fantastic um, one thing that people will notice once this is finished is that our our benches and our score table are currently on the south side. That is going to switch over to the north side. Okay. All right. Our south side is going to become where our club room is for regular spectators and our suites. So that's going to be kind of the premium area, that south side, and looking back towards the the north side um, where our bench and scores table is.
0: Okay. Right. Yeah, that's that's interesting. And in, you're talking about all these different changes. Um, there had to be a lot of thought going on. Like you said, you're actually working with the students that will be in those sections to, to coordinate those. Um, and did you do a lot of looking at what other arenas were doing or what kind of research did you do on the back end to decide where these standing deck areas and these social areas
1: were going to come yep. in? That's a that's a great question. And yes, quite a bit of research, <laughs> whether it be going to someplace on site or making calls to people mm-hmm. you trust um making notes say that's kind of neat let's make sure we put that in there this is oh that's Pretty awesome. Hmm. By the way, I was supposed to start this podcast off. Uh, Justin Sell, our athletic director, I just saw him in the hallway. He said, Make sure you start it off by saying, You know, we appreciate the million dollars in product for doing this podcast. <laughs> yeah. That was the price yeah. coming in <laughs> yeah. here? Yeah. yeah. Uh. Um, so I got it in. I got uh, it in. Sure. But yes, we did look at a ton of places, and many of those places had Dactronics products. So we were mm-hmm. able to, to see that works, that works. And we've been working with Dactronics folks. Matt, um, Matt Warnke and Eric oh, yep. Ray, and on. Sure. Uh, let's try this, let's try this. We have some cool things that we are planning on, uh, some of which we are not going to tell anybody, so that when they first show up, they'll go, whoa, okay. right?" Uh, that's pretty awesome. So yes, we did a ton of that, um, and much of it is phone calls, and um, can you send me pictures of this? Can you send me pictures sure. of this? It's also, hey, AJ, Coach Hindo, um, Coach George Ellis, Coach Han, when you go places, can you take pictures of their locker rooms? What's mm-hmm. their locker? What did you like? What did you not like? Um, and we we spent a lot of time in conversation with coaches about how do you want your locker room suite to look? How do sure. you want this to look? Yeah. Um, and so, and then you have to fit it within confines of what you have to work with, mm-hmm. um, and that's really. A really really fun part of this whole process is you just you get to talk and, and work through that and sometimes things don't work exactly how you want um, but there's compromises oh yeah this this will work this yeah. will work so it's it's been a good process
2: because i gotta imagine you somewhat compartmentalize it right because i mean we're diatronics i'm already thinking of oh yeah you want to see different pictures of other video displays in other facilities but then you mentioned locker rooms or even just different things to do with seating or the student club areas so you're you're almost needing different ideas for these different sections and around,
1: right? Absolutely, and that's uh, we have wonderful people that, um, like I mentioned, we're working with students. Mm-hmm. We also work put a committee together to work on how we properly honor Frost Arena. How do we put that up? How do we make sure that we um, are our dedicating a space for a hall of fame members so people can see where those so those conversations are great and you get to you get to meet some people you didn't really know that well before and understand oh, this is important to them oh that's a big deal let's do that so yes it's a, it you do have to com- compartmentalize a little bit even things like um seating mm-hmm. um, like seating we've had uh, companies come in and present to us and what are we going to do with the upper north seats uh they're kind of set in there right now. How do we get those changed out without it being a big pain? Mm-hmm. We have duct work on the, the ceiling right now that is actually not being used. Um, so how do we get that out? Who we work with with that? Our construction manager has been great to, to work on those things. But there is a ton of it. Things like the, I mentioned the telescopic bleachers coming in and out. Mm-hmm. There are systems... Different systems, and everybody's going to tell you their system works the best. So that's when you do your research and you call people you trust. Hey, this system here doesn't. Uh, this no, don't don't believe that. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't the this best. Wor- yeah. This works pretty good, and their service is great. When I call them, they they answer. So you you do as much research sure. as you can to try and pick the right things. Speaking of seeding, and I know I'm going all over the place. Yeah, you're fine. Fine. Speaking of seeding, we it was very important to us that. We made each seat comfortable, mm-hmm. and so we we've got 35 inches um, legroom, um, which is uh, I believe it's an inch more than what is at the Premier Center. I think they have some that are 35, some that are 34, but it's two inches longer than what we have right now okay. in our lower level. Right. Um, we have our seats are 22 inches wide, um, which is at least as wide as what we have now, and it's wider than than most of what we have now. Um, we're picking, you know, padding, things like, we, seating is very, very important to us. Mm-hmm. Um, so much so that if we have to lose a few seats because we're picking these nicer, then so be it. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. that's what it's gonna have to be.
2: That's what I was gonna ask you a question on trends, but I feel like I might even be answering this as I ask it. But, because <laughs> I was thinking about what you said already, it's a trend that we've noticed uh, at Dictronics for professional and college stadiums and facilities is, Sometimes it's not always about the capacity number. So you mentioned comfortable seats is one of them. But then when you were talking about all the renovations being done, you also mentioned, you know, a lot more social areas for people to come and hang out. That's also a trend that we see and see is that, okay. we'll sacrifice some some chairs and the seating capacity if people are more social and having a good time at the event that's going on. Did that play a big factor in the kind of. Oh, and what trends are, were you looking to add to the, for the sure, renovation?
1: For sure, yeah. for sure. And um, trends, you do have to look at them, but you also have to be careful of them. How long mm-hmm. will they last? Mm-hmm. Um, and so you try to set it up where... you believe it's going to be long-lasting so for example i talked about platform decks Mm -hmm. on our east and west side which are behind the baskets On our east and west side on the east side um, instead of having the final four rows at the top of the building we took those final four rows out and made it one big platform that's about 17 feet wide okay and there's three sections of that so if you wanted to you could have three different parties or you could have one large party and we've got um it's little counter at the at the front of overviewing uh the the court with chairs and then we're looking at pub tables behind standing room behind it's a place where you can watch a game but you can also be in a social environment Mm -hmm. same thing on the west side instead of having those last four rows in the student section We've made it a platform so the students yep. could go up there and hang out mm-hmm. if they would like to. Um, we are also very um, enthused about the opportunity we can give to um, ADA seating in, in our new arena. Okay. Um, they are ADA seating are, are going to be in all facets um, at all levels. And so we're excited to offer that um, to, to those folks that need ADA seating.
0: Sure. And you've been mentioning a few things here that have have kind of like come up in my head that you're thinking of all these tiny little details, like an extra inch of leg room or the width of the seat being exactly 22 inches, which is, you know, in, in most cases, um, common or larger than than what you had before. And if you have to lose some seats to make that more comfortable, you're, you're doing that. There's a lot of these little details that people might not notice right away until they're actually mid-event or sitting down for the first time. <laughs> or in the decks that you mentioned, they'll probably see that right away. Yep. But something else, you, it's all the infrastructure that goes into it. Like you said, this first phase, people probably won't really notice. And you mentioned sure. even duct work that people might not even think about. <laughs> yeah. You know, They just want the place to be comfortable, the right temperature, not too hot, not too cold in the winter type of thing but you're getting all those details hammered out well beforehand and people won't even notice it but it's gonna be a big upgrade in the end
1: correct and what you just did is summarized what we what what makes our job tick and what makes it good is that people don't notice. What yeah, we're, uh, you know, <laughs> right. it's almost like a good referee. Yeah, if they're good, you don't notice. Yeah. It. Yeah. <laughs> it just things go smoothly. So it's our job to to handle those things, and mm-hmm. there will be some things we miss, and we have to to figure out, and we will. Uh, but it's a it's a good point. It's things like um, so. Cross courts, the cross courts on the main gym floor. How do we set those up so volleyball will maybe be able to use three cross courts instead of what we have two right now? Okay. But how do we set that up? So during the course of uh, volleyball, wrestling and basketball, because sometimes there is a point in the season where they're all happening at the same time, we don't want to take where the score table is on the north side. That takes roughly an hour to set up and set down well sometimes we don't have that and so let's set let's offset the volleyball side courts so that we don't have to mess with that north side but the mm-hmm. south side we can bring in and we can bring in easily, okay, we set it up here, we set it up here. How do the basketball cross-courts work into that with the east and west sides? Do we have to push those in? So those are the types of things that generally the, the public doesn't think about, but we have to think yep. about right. it. It makes yeah. logistical sense to us.
2: Yeah, and Justin's really good at summarizing. That's what he does. There's lots of times <laughs> where I say, you, I'm trying to think of something to say, and I just say it all out, and Justin's summarizing half the words of me, but, um, I do like you saying trends that are actually going to stay and what what popped in my mind, and you probably remember this, but I remember in Dactronics we used to get hit on this all the time. Was the it was like 3D glasses for an LED uh, yeah. display? Remember that? Right. That was in the every 3D trade phase. show that we had to put in 3D glasses because they wanted to see it on oh, the displays. Sure, sure, sure. We also, that was supposed to be a big trend and didn't quite. Take yeah, off, yeah, yeah. Why would you need it in 3D when you're seeing it there in <laughs> real life and 3D? Yes. But um, so that kind of ties into a question I had too. Was you mentioned even when you first got started in administration and you were in Augustana and all of a sudden you had all these new facility projects? Yep. If you if you think about all those projects that you were part of then and then going through this process, like maybe you've hit on some of these points, but what are like some of the main differences between the projects you handled then versus like a modern day facility like this.
1: You know, it's it's similar, to be honest. Most construction projects have similarities. Mm -hmm. You might just be talking about um, financial differences Mm -hmm. and timeline differences. Um, But most of them, you go through the same process and you want to make sure that what you're doing is is done well and being looked at by the right people and so having the right project managers having Mm -hmm. the right construction managers at risk um and them walking you through because i'm still learning i've probably been involved in 10 major constructions like this Mm -hmm. uh, but it, this one is different than the last There's always one. Always something newer different. There's always too. something new. So tell us what's going on now within the world of the bid environment. Mm-hmm. What are we gonna see? Do we have to do we have to forecast that oof precast is going to be a lot more money because of this happening oh. or steel we can't get it for a year so we might have to try and do this in our timeline first do as much as possible before the steel gets in and it might be different than what we would have done in uh, a timeline where steel would have been done so sure. there's always something that <laughs> you just have to mess with a little bit yeah. um, and that's kind of the fun part of it is <laughs> figuring it out um, and sometimes <laughs> it, it you feel like it's not fun because you, you think you have everything figured out and then something changes. Yeah. And you're like, oh. But then you just sit down and you go through. You have the right people on board. Um, Justin Sell is fantastic. Uh, no matter what happens, he's always looking at it positive. Well, we can do this. We can do this. And the people we have on board, it, it, just everybody we've had to work with in all the projects we've done has been great.
2: yeah He's, he's definitely a very positive person. I've, I've gone to NACTA to several years where they always ask him to speak on a panel and it's always sure. just... Always, you know, half full, always very positive, talking about everything good like that. Yes. Um, And then, I don't know, before we, I think you had a uh, a question too, but it was if there's someone new starting out in administration right now or looking at a project coming up, from all your experiences, what advice would you give to someone? You know, because we have different athletic directors that listen to the podcast. So, like, if they're listening, what's some, like, tips you would give them if they're about to start a new uh, construction project?
1: That's a very good question. (laughs) I would say um listen to your project manager listen to if if you have a construction manager at risk listen to them if you don't have a construction manager at risk you'll have an architect like a design bid build Mm -hmm. listen as much as you can and ask questions don't be afraid to ask questions that's when i first got into this um they're, you know, the lingo and everything. You guys will have lingo at Dectronics yeah. that oh, the yeah. general public won't understand. <laughs> yeah. The lingo, I didn't understand it, and I was, uh, I should understand that, so I'm not gonna ask that question. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, don't be afraid to ask that question. What does that mean? What does that mean? So you can, and everybody is understanding. Yeah. They, oh yes, it's this, it's Sorry, it's I didn't that. know
2: you didn't know what that meant. So, yeah. yep. they, <laughs> yeah. they're
1: understanding, so. Um, And sometimes it's difficult to be that guy to stop the conversation and say, I'm sorry, I don't (laughs) quite understand that. But that's probably the biggest tip that I would give them because it can help you instead of you later having to go back, I wonder what they meant by that and trying to figure out what it is. Now with Google, you can Google up the aggregate. Acron- yeah, acron- yeah. You're sitting there in the meeting there yeah, and you're just yeah. like, okay, what was that? There's yes, yeah. exactly. So that's probably the the biggest thing is trust the people that you have hired to do it, but mm-hmm. don't be afraid to ask questions. Sure, and back to the the renovation
0: that you've got going on here, you said you're kind of in that first phase and there's there's two more years worth of phases, so will it be unveiled in 2024, the Correct. fall? Correct, okay. yep. So when that happens, what are you most excited for seeing once it's all wrapped yeah. up and complete?
1: So I will go back. So it the grand unveiling will be fall of twenty twenty four. Right. But the permanent seating on the second level will be finished in the fall of twenty twenty three. So you'll oh. actually be for in, basketball, game stuff for in basketball fall, games, For basketball games, wrestling volleyball. and then a portion of volleyball. Oh, yeah, you yeah. may have start some of volleyball without them being completed. Yep. Um but so you will see the permanent seats on that second level for the fall of 2023 okay but then the platforms the suite level and the event level i call it the event level the gym Mm -hmm. floor Uh, will be all unveiled um, in 2024. We also, the South, probably the thing I'm I'm most excited, well, I'm excited for a bunch of things. (laughs) New new bathrooms, people, I mean, we don't have what we should have for bathrooms right now. Concessions, we don't have what we should have for concessions. And everybody's awesome, they understand. It's a great place to watch a basketball game. Mm -hmm. That's the thing I'm looking forward to the most, is we still have frost environment. But there's a, better experience it's an, upgrade, for, yeah. it's, an it's, it's an upgrade um but what i was getting to in the south concourse on the second level even though the seating will be finished and the concourse will be uh usable on 2024 we will unveil that south concourse it'll be a, a grand um it's it's uh, There'll be pictures. There'll be honoring Frost, honoring Barn, oh, cool. the Barn. There'll be huh. trophies here, trophies there. A timeline of, well, not necessarily a timeline, but our story yep. yeah. um, with Frost Arena and SDSU Athletics. And it's going to be phenomenal. It, people will look and go, whoa, this is pretty cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, that's I'm looking forward to that. But just in general, um, being able to treat our fans the way that we feel we need to treat them—they've mm-hmm. been so good to our student athletes and and our staff that we want to
0: do that. Yeah, sorry, it's kind of tough to pick just one thing <laughs> when this whole <laughs> yeah. thing's going on and you're doing all these great things. Yeah. But, yeah, is
2: there? So you mentioned there's parts you want to keep kind of close to your chest. Yes. And avail is are the LED displays part of that, or is there anything
1: you can talk about? A portion of them. Okay, yes. that's what okay. I was right, got, which you guys <laughs> probably know. Yeah, I, yeah. Right. That's what I'm right. not going to say anything. I yeah. leave that up to you to talk. We're about. excited. I can just sum it up by. <laughs> saying we're excited uh, about how our new Southeast Grand Entry will look. I probably should have started with that. So right now we have uh, our main entrances are on the east and west side, kind of on the north side of Frost Arena. Then we have the big exterior stairs that go out the southwest and southeast. They're mainly for egress. Um, Those exterior stairs go away. We will have a new Grand Entry and Grand Exit at the southeast corner. Um, so right where the practice gym meets Frost Arena on the southeast corner okay. there, it'll be a grand entrance. And there will be some things on there that people will look at and go, oh, my goodness, this is awesome. It's <laughs>
0: a big all time. Right. <laughs> yes. So yeah. What's the timeline on that? 2024? That's
1: 2024. Okay. Okay. Yep,
2: that's 2024. That's going to be my next right. question. Yep. Was all the LED display upgrades, that's going to be 2024?
1: Yes. Well? Okay. Yep. That's uh, the thought right now. There may be a few that come in as construction dictates, mm-hmm. you know, what we're working on this right now. Let's try to get this in. There may be a few like ribbon boards or things like that that okay. we we'll try to get in. Um, but as far as that grand entrance is concerned, fall of 2024. Awesome.
0: Nice. Well, is there anything else that we haven't covered that people should really know about this renovation before they come in 2023 or 2024?
1: You know, just follow along. Uh, stay up to speed with us. Uh, the construction, um, you know, whether it's supply chain, whether it's labor, um, construction is going to be uh, not a challenge. It's going to be a fun opportunity for Mm -hmm. us to figure things out Mm -hmm. and so as we are hosting competitions there may be some nights where you know what we need to enter through the east side some nights where we need Mm -hmm. to enter the west side or go through you you may not be able to access every location that you were before Mm -hmm. people just need to understand that um, when we're hosting a volleyball tournament Um, starting off our year this coming fall. And there may be only 1,500 seats available just please accept our apologies and know that it's a price of progress. Yeah. It's right. Patience, right? Yes. You're asking for patience. Yes. Yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's great. Well, Jeff, we want to thank you for taking the time to sit down with us today and talk about this exciting project you've got going on. And it's, it's going to take a while, like you said, to a three year project, three phases, and it sounds like it's going to be fantastic. I'm excited to see it in a
1: couple of years. No, yeah. thank you guys for coming. I really <laughs> appreciate it. Yeah. When you talked about staying in
2: touch, we, we definitely should touch base here again. I know I, I'm not sure if it's the podcast or video cast mini series, But kind of as construction goes on, it'd be cool to kind of come back and touch base or you to see how things are going. That'd be
1: great. You bet. Well, thanks, Jeff. Yeah, thank you, guys. Yeah, thank you.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of the Daktronics Experience Podcast. Please subscribe at your favorite place to listen to podcasts to keep up with our latest episodes.